Well, I wonder if you have some best friends, maybe just one or maybe a group of friends. Uh, My wife and I were privileged some 20 years ago to kind of fall into a Sunday school class of seven or eight uh, other couples, all with kids about the same age. We've all watched our kids grow up. There have been some weddings, some babies. It's been really wonderful to do life together as a group. I'm John Fuller in the studio with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our Focus on the Family parenting team. And Danny, I wonder uh, who comes to mind in terms of your friends group? Yeah, besides my wife, right? Totally, uh, yes, the, yes. The other one would be uh, my pastor. We, I met him for the first time when I visited uh, the church where I ended up meeting my wife, and he was the he was the college pastor, just a couple years older than I was at the time, and still two years older than me. And uh, we just connected all throughout uh, since I was 19 until hmm. now. Wow. And I can call him at any time. We get together for lunch. We can relate on the pressures that we sometimes feel. Uh, he, he and I have similar interests. We can laugh together, be honest, very, very honest with one another. And then we commit to praying for one another. And I just consider him a solid friend that I can talk to at any moment. Yeah. yeah well, I think uh, as guys, we tend to kind of just have one or two friends. Mm-hmm. I think women do this a little more naturally, but these days it's so busy. It's so it hard. Is, and that's is, why yeah. we're going to listen to Gene Daly and Lisa Joe Baker. Uh, they uh, spoke about the importance of friends with Focus President Jim Daly and the way that they've maintained friendships even through the busy demands of raising kids. In a Funny side in the book, uh, The Middle Matters, you talk about the friendship mafia. <laughs> that is perfect, man. But describe what the friendship yeah. mafia looks like. I know it's not a bad thing. <laughs> if you've had friends you've known your whole life, then you might know what that feels like. They're the kind of friends who stick like super glue and won't let you out. And there have been seasons where you might want out or you drop off and they hold on to you. Yeah, I went to law school and there are 10 of us that graduated around the same time and have just stayed friends for decades decades. And several of them work for the State Department. So they've lived overseas. We've lived overseas a lot. But somehow, they have maintained this hold on one another where if one kind of drops out of circulation, we call it turtling, you know, one turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody shows up sometimes in person, whether you want them there or not. Mm. And I have found I mean, that really is a picture of the body of Christ, right? Like, there's no getting out. We love you. We hold on to you, whether you want it or not some days. That's amazing. Gene, you've had two close friends since kindergarten and first grade, Moni and Linda. Yes. Talk about that. That friendship that we've had for decades now, I mean, they're more like family. They lean a little bit towards family than friends. And you, we've laughed together. We have become Christians together, we've wavered in our faith together, we've gone to each other's weddings and, mm. and funerals of loved ones. And yes, they stick closer than glue, and it's not always easy, and it can be messy. But even to those listening, don't have those longtime friendships. I have friendships now also with women that are in town. Right. Those other friends live in, we, we've all lived in different states. But we continue, We at least one of us reaches out mm-hmm. to the other one. Mm. And um, make sure that even if we haven't talked to each other or gotten together for a long time, that we come back around. I have a group of friends here in town, three women that you know we hadn't met together regularly 
for probably five years, and we started that back up. And I've known them, all of them, for over 10 years. And it's just, it's rich. God made us all, whether we're introverts or extroverts, made us for relationship. Mm. And I think especially for women, Mm. it's so important to have those real relationships. And it sounds to me that you do this thing I like to call giving each other the gift of guilt-free friendship because you said it had been years before you got together and then you started up again this group. And I often encourage women in that regard, sometimes we can keep score, like who texted last or when we got together last. And that is a really quick way to kill a friendship. But if you're willing to just give the gift of guilt-free friendship, I don't guilt you. I don't say how long it's Mm -hmm. been since we saw each other. It really does create a fresh breeze almost for friendships to revive again after you might not have seen each other for a long period. Mm. Very, very calm environment. Well, as I said, Danny, I think women naturally gravitate a little bit more toward friendships and having multiple friends. How do you encourage guys to resist the urge to just focus on on work and on family and not make room for for guy friends? Yeah, that's a hard one because uh, really our society does need dads all in with their kids and their family. Yeah, and yet balancing that with with guys that uh, can come alongside of them and, and sharpen. Uh, who they are is so important. So what I encourage guys to do is to set some time aside, maybe at lunchtime or at dinner, where they can have guys that are able to speak into their life and uh, maybe finding adventures to do together every once in a while. Maybe it's a camping trip or uh, just going out for for a weekend or a day Mm -hmm. together and connect. It doesn't have to be every day or every weekend but every once in a while, connecting. The way I've done this is I have found a group of guys that I want to intentionally connect with, and then we'll get together at lunchtime. And if we can find extra time, that's bonus. But this keeps me connected with them, keeps us connected while I'm raising my kids, and we can speak into each other's lives. And that has worked for us. And then we have found moments to maybe there's a movie we want to go to or playing pickleball or tennis or basketball and doing sports together. We have found moments to do that, but they're less frequent than what I've seen my wife uh, do with her friends. So yeah, yeah we, I think all of us guys can improve in that. There's so many different demands that we've got on our plate. and But yeah, it's just being intentional. It's not going to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was really hard for me. We had six kids to raise, so I didn't have a lot of extra time. But along the way, I played softball. I uh, went to Rockies baseball games. I think hunting was one of the the annual things that Dina blessed and the kids understood. And it gave me a chance to do that group activity for like four or five days with some guys. Uh, But it really, for me, practically has been lunch. I get lunch with a set of guys on a regular basis. And that seems to work best. But whatever it looks like, you've got to invest intentionally, as Danny was saying, And we're going to link over to a free article in our show notes. It's called Developing Friendships That Last. It's applicable to guys and gals, moms and dads. And uh, it's going to help you look for some good qualities in a godly friendship. And you heard Jim Daly mention Lisa Joe Baker's book, The Middle Matters. And we've got copies of that here. We'll send one to you when you make a donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Help us encourage parents and uh, produce shows like this. And get a copy of this book by Lisa Joe, which uh, has a lot to say about how moms in the middle stage of life can really enjoy this season. All the details are in the show notes. 
You'll hear more from Lisa Joe and Jean next time as they talk about how to be hospitable to others. And for now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and our entire staff, I'm John Fuller. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. It can be challenging to inspire your community to see life the way God sees it. So what's the solution? Well, on June 15th, Focus on the Family is hosting Sea Life 24. And no matter where you are or who you are, you can be a part of this free event with speakers like Ben and Kirsten Watson and real stories about choosing life. Sea Life 24 will inspire you to translate your faith into action. Register today at sealife24.org.